welcome back to That's What People Do. We are here for the finale of Adolf Hitler. It's yes. been a long old series. As always, I'm joined with Ryan McGowan. How are you this week, Ryan? Um, I'm okay. I haven't melted yet, although I'm suffering yeah. with this heat. I don't do well it in is. the heat. Yeah, for, for all our... I swear we talk about this every week, but for all our uh, non-UK listeners, the UK has been hot, hot, hot this week. And when I say hot, 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 it's the kind of hot where you go to bed and you can't sleep. It's physically impossible. Yeah. I mean, I saw, um, like, I think I, I think I must have said this before, maybe last week or the week before, but we get, like, obviously we've got people who listen to this podcast all around the world, and there are definitely countries that have this kind of heat majority of the time. The difference is we are not acclimatised to it at all. Like, not, not, not like... Uh, we don't there's very few houses that have air conditioning like there are some countries where air conditioning is the norm when like yeah. we don't have that there is no air humidifiers and stuff like that it's just hot <laughs> it's my not house nice. was built during world war one when climate change hadn't really fucking taken its grips yet yeah so the house is built to store heat as with low cost as possible that's it yeah our houses are built to store heat um not <laughs> cool down so it not gets cool hot down, man so yeah it's hot the last few nights have been absolute grim because fans don't work they just push hot air at you a bit quicker exactly see we don't we don't have air con guys feel for us no. uh, give us yeah. some sympathy please bring on november oh i can't wait for the turn of autumn that's yeah. that... i just want to get the big coats out wear boots again that's my kind of thing mm. yeah i love it right so, uh, last week we left off with Hitler claiming Austria and pissing off Chamberlain. This episode, we will conclude. If I'm reading this after telling Ryan I need to make this a five-parter, something has gone horrifically wrong. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm going to I'm gonna make this disclaimer here. I did put it at the end, but I'm going to make this disclaimer here. Uh, this, this is the finale, 100%. And the reason this is the finale is because I choose to completely omit World War II from these episodes. And you're probably thinking, James, Hitler and World War II are like best bros. What are you doing? So what we're going to do, or I don't, know, I don't know if Ryan's on this, what I'm thinking of doing at some point in the future, perhaps a World War II series where we <coughs> literally look in-depth at World War II because we glossed over it in Churchill, we glossed over it in, uh, in Hitler now, and we're, we're kind of constantly in and around that area. So I think maybe we do give it a bit more time at some point in the future. Mm. But if I went completely into World War II this episode, Hitler would turn into a fucking 10-part series. And I won't lie to you, I'm, I'm done with reading about Adolf Hitler every week. Yeah, yeah. There's only so much you can read about him. He's a bit of a knob. <laughs> it gets a bit much. So we're going to finish off his rise to power. We're going to get to the outbreak of World War Two, and then we're going to have a discussion about Hitler. So this whole series has been Hitler's rise to power. That's how I'm fucking advertising it. I like that. I like that. That's a very uh, diplomatic way of doing it. It's very socialist of you. Yeah, at no point did I say we were going to World War Two, except in other episodes where I said we'd go into World War Two, but <laughs> ignore that. <laughs> Right, here we go. Uh, so there's still lots of things to unpack. Um, and of course, I will be missing out things, as I've just mentioned. Uh, if you do want to know something about it in particular, do drop us a message, because I w I w it will be quite a glossy episode. So drop us a message, and I'll be happy to like engage in a chat about it, because I just like engaging with people about this kind of stuff. So drop us a message Facebook, Twitter, Ryan does all that. Mm. At the end, you'll, you'll know where to hit us up. Yeah. So... We're going to start off this episode with a night of broken glass, or Kristallnacht, as it is called yes. in Germany. On 27th of 
October 1938, around 17,000 Jews of Polish origin, including over 2,000 children, were expelled from Germany on the orders of Reinhard Heydrich, second in command of the SS. This led to a young chap called Herschel... Right, I'm going to need you to help me pronounce this. It's spelled G-R-Y-N-S-Z-P-A-N. Sorry, say that again and I will write it out. G-R-Y-N-S-Z... Yeah. P-A-N. P-A-N. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of native uh, Polish speakers screaming at their phone or whatever. If right I now. was to guess, I wanna... it would be Grunschpan. That's, yeah, Grunschpan. Grunschpan, Grunschpan. yeah. Else. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Um, any Polish speakers do hit us up. <laughs> so he was f- fleeing uh, to Paris. Whilst there, Herschel decided he wanted to draw attention to the plight of the Jews, so he pi- purchased a gun, Oof. and he shot a man named Ernst von vom Rath, a 29-year-old secretary of legation at the German embassy in Paris. Mm. Uh, Ernst died, and Hitler used this as a catalyst to fully begin his violence against the Jews. On November 9th, synagogues were burnt down in their hundreds and thousands of Jewish <coughs> businesses were smashed up. That's why it's called the Night of Broken Glass, mm. due to how littered the streets were with glass from broken windows of Jewish shops and other places of work. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures in the history textbooks when I was doing GCSE history and we did like uh, German, e- Germany's economic struggle from like 1918 to 1945. Um, yeah. And I remember yeah, seeing loads of pictures and it's just like, shops with um like star of david just like painted all over them and windows smashed and there's like pictures of like just people who own the shops just standing outside looking at it like being like fuck that's our whole livelihood just gone yeah just smashed up in an Mm. instance horrible horrible businesses were closed with immediate effect and were only allowed to reopen if they had uh non-jewish people owning them and jewish people were then given a curfew Many were killed, I think, on the on that first night. I think uh, 70-odd were killed. God damn. And others tried to flee the country. This is where um, kinder transport and things start to come into it. Have you heard about kinder transport? Um, is that not... Uh, I'm going to... No, evidently not. I was going to say, is that just like uh, uh, the British version of evacuation? But, oh, uh, no. Es- essentially, so... We did a play in it on it in school, so I'm trying to remember how much I remember from year 11. Mm. Um, from what I remember, without doing much research, is Germany expelled kids and they, they gave Jewish children an opportunity to get out of the country. And various countries, Britain being one of them, uh, laid on trains and things and allowed them to escape and seek refuge in these countries. Wait, the Nazi state allowed Jewish children to escape to other countries yeah but th- were they from what i remember oh so they from what i remember oh yeah. so this is before like we're gonna murder every single one of you it was more yeah, yeah, just yeah, get yeah. out the country yeah this is this is uh, this is the fuck off stage not we want you to die stage. Oh, okay okay i understand now right yeah wow that's crazy how so many the, children so they, were like so torn away from their parents um, there's the stories of um people like children coming over here and like living their lives, and they're, they're, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I can sit here and say that Britain were great, and we opened them, welcomed them with open arms. They were still bullied heavily when they came here because anti-Semitism is was rife here as well. To be oh, fair. and at the end of the day, um, they're coming here because 
from where from their in their country like say if they were german jews um they're coming here because they're jewish where and then like we take them in because they're jewish as in like you know come here we don't mind like that's fine and but then they're still being bullied but not because they're jewish now but because they're german so you can't win yeah 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 exactly exactly so so they did seek a better life here that they they weren't killed but they were bullied mm. so it, it it wasn't good but at least they some of them escaped before yeah the final solution i suppose it was the lesser of two evils yeah but then obviously you have loads of misplaced kids because it was only kids that could come and their families would have ended up dying yeah, that's scary man so that sucks to be a kid then yeah uh, there was also a very high rate of Jewish suicides, obviously, because I think a lot of the adults saw what was coming. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from that, last week we talked uh, about part of Czechoslovakia being given to Hitler and Chamberlain kind of saying, you can have this. Oh, yeah. Hitler being like, oh, cool. Actually, I want all of it. So, we're, we're going to carry on with that. Hitler heavily aided Slovakians in their attempt for independence because obviously nowadays Czechoslovakia is not really a thing. We have like Slovakia and Czech Republic. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And various different states. Mm. So, with threats of violence towards the government and Sturch, and as a result, the independent state of Slovakia was born because Hitler promised the Slovakians, we'll protect you, we'll do everything in your interest, just break away from your government because obviously it would be easier to take power if they don't have a government. Mm. So this left the constantly diminishing Czechoslovakia uh, with two provinces remaining. Due to Hitler promising Slovakians protection, it was pretty much already his. He met with a man called Hatcher, the president of Czechoslovakia, Mm. and simply told him unless he surrendered, they would be invaded. Initially, he he refused, and then Hatcher got shouted at so much he collapsed, and the Nazis genuinely thought he was dead. (laughs) From being Uh, shouted at. Alas, he... Yeah, Hitler, apparently the meeting went down like this. Hitler brought him to the Reichstag and just let him speak. Just let him say whatever he wanted and for let him speak as how long he wanted and just sat there and listened. And then when he'd finished, Hitler just got up and started screaming at him about how weak he was. Wow. What a fucking... Mate, that's power play. Yeah. And then he was put in a room with Goebbels and someone else, I forget, and (laughs) he just collapsed. Because he kept having like surrender treaties pushed at him and pens like thrown at him and stuff. It's like, but he was just an old man with a heart condition. Yeah. It's like, do you remember that? Um, do you remember that old advert? It's like, mum, she's with her kid. They're in the shops, and then the kid says he wants like, uh, some like item to be bought for him, and the mum's like, no. And then the kid starts screaming, but just before he starts screaming, the mum then starts screaming and like writhing around on the floor, throwing yeah. shit everywhere, and then the kid's like, um, okay. Um, I won't. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Hitler was just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so he was told to surrender or the German Air Force would flatten Prague within the next two hours. Uh, this kind of last straw on the camel's back and he surrendered and the Germans had Czechoslovakia. Damn. And I'm really glad this section is finally over because I can stop typing Czechoslovakia, which was a huge ball. Oh, it's like C-Z-E-C-H-Z-O? Yep. No, no Z. See, it's not hard. It's not easy, man. No, but it's just it's just long. It was I got I had to retype it every time. All the red squiggly lines. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry to say it, but I also had the same issue when we did uh, Vital Piwetsky and um, oh, Polish yeah. words are hard. <laughs> Maybe we should just stay away from Eastern Europe for a while. <laughs> yeah. 
So this is where shit gets really tense. Not that it isn't already, because Poland, quite obviously next on Hitler's to-do list, reached an agreement with France and Britain that if they were to be invaded, it would be war. Hitler had taken countries without violence so far, but this was about to come to an end. Hitler, naturally, fully pissed at the British for siding with the Polish, because he knew that Britain wouldn't roll over like everyone else. So that's when he got into negotiations with Mussolini of Italy to form a military alliance. Mussolini did not want to go to war with Europe because his army was shit, but instead Mm. wanted (laughs) to take less defended places like African countries, which is... Yeah, like Ethiopia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did did happen, which is why the African conflicts all kicked off. Mm. Hitler agreed to delay the war for three years to allow Italy to build their forces. (laughs) Mussolini announced to his country that Germany and Italy had formed a military alliance. The rest of Europe didn't like this. And also, Hitler had just blatantly lied to Mussolini, or Mussolini's son, to be more precise. Oh, okay. So he went through the boy, not through dad. Yeah, he's done that before. He's done that before. Oh, he did, doesn't he? Yeah, Hindenburg's son, he like brings him aside and he's just like, hey boy, you want to be better than your dad? <laughs> yeah, he he knows how to get to people. Very manipulative. But mm. he also knew that his son was a bigger pushover. So Hitler just lied to his face and said, we, yeah, cool, you need three years to build up your army. You, we won't start a war for three years. But he'd already ordered his army to prepare to invade Poland on September 1st. Yeah. And yeah. now Italy were kind of strapped in on a ship they really didn't want to be on. <laughs> but they, they had no choice it's okay dad I figured it all out uh, Hitler's told us that we can have three years to prepare the army he's gone you mean really yes dad fantastic that's brilliant oh, I, I'm, that takes a load off my shoulders <laughs> uh, dad day. dad have you seen the news have you seen <laughs> the news <laughs> what he's made another pact with Russia and he's gone and invaded <laughs> Poland fuck Hitler sake. in the meantime like they're just uh, like trundling around you know, East Africa fighting people who can't really defend themselves. Just be like, we're amazing. Yeah. Italy were not ready, which is why they just like rolled over so easily later on. Yeah. 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 I think we said this before um, that Italy was sort of, Hitler didn't like Italians in general anyway. <laughs> he sort of saw yeah. them. This is not funny. I know it's not funny, <laughs> but like there was, there was like a tear when it came to like races for the Nazis and like, um, uh, uh, Brits, the Brits and sort of Western Europeans were a bit more on the higher echelons of this yeah. ladder, and the Mediterranean people were significantly lower on the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. including like the Spanish and and the Italians. And this is the only reason why Hitler helped out with the Spanish Civil War was that he could just get his Luftwaffe some practice. Yeah, yeah. So Stalin, meanwhile. It's where he first comes into it. He felt a little oh, bit left yeah. out. He felt like the rest, the West were trying to push the Nazis towards them to start a war so they could just kind of let Russia and Germany scrap it out and just kind of watch. <laughs> so Russia would be open to signing an alliance with the West, but German uh, Chamberlain didn't see their value. He kind of just thought that the Russian army was shit and also the West and Russia never really see eye to eye. Yeah, that's pretty fair, though, to say that. I mean, have, have you all seen Enemy at the Gate? <laughs> Yeah, apart from <laughs> one bloke, their army is shit. <laughs> yeah, Vasily Zaitsev, he was amazing. Really cool. He would be a cool episode, actually. Is he a real dude? Yeah, 100% he real dude. based on a real guy? His, um, his Moisenagant, the uh, sniper that he uses in a museum in Russia, I believe. 
No way, that's so cool. The Moise yeah. Nagat was like one of my favourite weapons yeah, to use in old school Call of Duty. Yeah, that gun banged. I remember one day I watched Enemy at the Gates and I don't think I'd ever used the gun before and I just went online and just I just used it solidly. I was like, look at me go. I'm mm. the silly Sykesev. Yeah, that's amazing. It is a great film. It's totally, people really, really totally good watch film. that. Retro Vice, I thought, was fantastic. Well, I think it's fantastic and everything, but really good in that. Oh, someone's got a crush. <laughs> you can't, everyone loves Retro Vice, surely. I know oh, she's with Daniel Craig and I don't stand a chance. Say, except, except for Daniel let Craig. Let a man dream. She's not with Daniel Craig anymore. Is she not? No, that's definitely not a thing. Is it? What way around is it? Did he cheat on someone with her or did he cheat on her with someone else? Because there was cheating at some point. I mean... I'm not really that clued up with um, Rachel Weisz's life. Um, oh, wait, I think she is still married to Daniel Craig. It says married 2011. I really and... think they're still together. Okay. He was with enough. someone else and cheated on them with her. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. How have we gone from Adolf Hitler to who's Daniel Craig sleeping with? Was it Fiona Luden he was with? And I think he's cheated with Rachel Weisz and that's how they're together. I don't know. Uh, allegedly cheated because I don't know. <laughs> And I don't Allegedly. want a, a lawsuit. We don't Allegedly, want Craig knocking on our door. No, Mister. I don't want Bond coming around here, just being like, uh, "You talking shit about me?" Yeah, that would. I mean, I'd still be starstruck to be fair. He's punching my face. <laughs> so Hitler, uh, Ch- uh, Russia, sorry, decided yeah. to talk with the Germans instead. They thought, "Fuck you, West. We'll talk with the Germans instead." Hitler wanted to invade Poland quick time and then turn around and go for France. But he didn't want Stalin to think that he was approaching Russia. So they signed a non-aggression pact, meaning they wouldn't scrap each other. Mm. So Hitler wouldn't have to fight a war on two sides, which yeah. lost them it in World War One, And as we all know, we'll lose them it in World War Two as well when he think, wasn't betrays it, isn't Russia. It, isn't it called the Ribbentrop uh, Pact or something? Potentially. Potentially, I'd put it down as a non-aggression pact. <sighs> yeah, yeah, no, it, generally is what we call it. I'm just being picky. Um yeah, yeah, they were like, we'll we'll invite Poland from this side, you invite Poland from that side, and we'll meet in the middle, you can have that bit, I'll have that bit. How's that sound? And yeah, Joseph exactly. Stalin was just like, everyone else just went, oh, Mr. Hitler, of course, yes, take it, take what you want. So all of this, Hitler and Stalin were friends bollocks isn't true. They weren't friends, they were oh, just no. mutually agreeing something that would be beneficial to them in the long yeah. run. Yeah, they totally they hated were, each other. They were highly suspicious of each other, and Hitler j- planned to take Russia after everything else. Yeah, uh, but... The one thing Hitler's not very good at is history, because if he'd just taken five minutes to have a look, no one has ever successfully invaded Russia. No. Even Napoleon it's difficult, man. couldn't do it. They're, they're, they will fight until the last person is standing. Well, Russia always had this sort of... Um, uh, whoa, what was it? What was it? What was it? Scorched Earth sort of policy when it came to a warfare, in that they were more than happy to just retreat and burn the fuck out of their own land. Um, yeah. and go as far as like Moscow and just burn everything and be like, you can't live on this land and we can keep going because it's a very big country and you just can't yeah. keep up. Even if we end up in Siberia, fuck it. Yeah. Man, Russians yeah, are crazy. They're, they're, yeah, a Stalin episode would be cool because I think, I think loosely I remember they killed like three million of their own men. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, they had those people stationed that if you ran away from the battlefield, you'd just be killed. So you either ran forward towards gunfire or ran backwards towards gunfire. Oh, yeah. Not a step back. That's what it was called. Not a step back. Yeah. Um, one person would have the rifle. The other one would have the ammo. 
yeah, we will eventually do an episode on Joseph Stalin. But if you are interested, check out the uh, screen comedy, The Death of Stalin. It's genuinely fucking brilliant. Yeah, really good film. Really good film. Um, yeah. Russia. Russia. Russia's a scary beast. Oh, actually, interestingly, um, I think Russia is, uh, among others, I'm sure of, but this is one that generally sticks out. I don't think we actually have not even one listener from Russia ever. Well, we need to find some Russian friends. I've, I, I mean, I check every now and then, and I don't think we've ever had a Russian listener. I, do do Russians generally speak English? Like, obviously, other countries kind of learn it from an early age. Do Russians do that? I have not a clue. Are Russians allowed Spotify? I don't know what the deal is over there. I don't know. Well, America doesn't have TikTok, or won't. Or won't. Yes, yeah, I don't have TikTok. I think it's fucking done. <laughs> no, I don't use it either. I get people to show me TikToks. Yeah, I'll watch like compilations. Yeah, that's about it. Also, on the topic of Russia, my grandparents went years back, and they—I uh, don't know how the fuck they ha- this happened—but they ended up in some Russian family's house, just sampling homemade vodka. Interesting. And they were talking about how they perceived each other. Like it's really interesting conversation. Yeah. And we're always told that the Russians are the bad guys, and they were saying that they're always told that the West are the bad guys. So everyone, that's what everyone's just got a different perception of each other. But when they sat down and drank vodka together, they were like, you know, we're both we're both all right, aren't we? Of course, because they would have been sort of like parents in the Cold War, bringing up children would have been quite scared, mm. right? Yeah, that's but when you actually sit down and just like chat to each other, everyone's the same. Everyone's just got different perceptions of each other based on what the government want you to feel. Ah, oh, James, you just you you're saying all the right things here, but it's not the world we live in, mate. No, unfortunately not. You can try and argue with people as much as you want. Also, a little another fucking digression. I got banned off Facebook this week for a little bit I'm sorry, because what? I called a racist and edu- an an I called a racist an uneducated prick. All and then I got a notification about two hours ago today because I reported his comment and it said, "Sorry, we're taking no further action against this guy." He was openly stating that he wanted to put refugees on a boat and blow them up. <laughs> Right. I got banned for calling him a prick and he's just been left to walk and he was posting loads of racist images and all sorts and he's been left. So Facebook, sort your fucking shit out. Mm, sort your stuff out, man. I was told I was harassing and bullying him, but I called it a fair assessment. And also, I thought all lives mattered. Exactly. All lives matter until you have to actually fucking do something and then they don't. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> Germany invaded Poland with Russia. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I like I like the little rants. We can go on. Mm. So Hitler was now free to invade Poland. So on September first, nineteen thirty nine, the Nazis rolled into Poland and were met with some resistance, but took it with relative ease. Also known as the Blitzkrieg. Yeah, which this means triggered the Pact. Oh, oh, mate, why would you ask that? I have no idea. Everyone knows that it means lightning war. This is good news. Oh, this is the first I've ever known about it. <laughs> That's like... Oh, man. Nah, you cannot have not known that. Everyone knows that. I know the German word. I don't, I've never meant them, I never know the meaning behind it. I thought, oh, that's the Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. And also, as far as I'm aware, the Germans never used that word. It was a word and apparently I... met, uh, used by the Allies. We used it. We coined it, I believe. Cool word, though. Yeah, it's a very cool word. It's a great word. Blitzkrieg. I like it. But yeah, apparently the Germans never went, oh, let's let's use Blitzkrieg tra- tactic. They just went, oh, let's just do like war. Let's do it real quick. Let's just do it. 
and they did it and uh, apparently they were just as surprised as everyone else as how uh, at how successful it was apparently this was a thing they were like oh my god we're doing really well <laughs> <laughs> guys guys this is going really well yeah it was going so well that i think they're like they were, uh, they were, at times they were going too fast that their supplies couldn't keep up so they were having to stop at times but yeah they, it was, they were doing so bloody well <laughs> Uh, at, but, at war and we we called it lightning war we we i think the allies coined it a blitz blitzkrieg lightning war fair enough i like that but what they did to, because the german public didn't want war because they were like sick of it oh yeah so, i know oh, i know what you're i hope i know where you're going with this i think this is a fantastic piece of work so so the the germans put some of their ss officers in polish uniforms yes. along the border and they kind of like simulated violence against uh, german troops mm. and we're like look what they're doing look what they're doing let's invade them mate and that's why they invaded poland it is top quality spooks episode uh it is it is acting on another level like imagine that on your acting cv <laughs> i pretended to I be i once a... played a polish border guard <laughs> yeah i played a polish border guard shot up some germans caused world war Two to break out yeah, that's how the Germans do that a lot. They they attack each other to incite violence on someone else. It's like you ever seen Four Lions? Yeah, I haven't. You haven't? No. Oh, it's it, like it's. A, I don't. It, if it was made in today's climate, it would not go down well. But there's one um, jihadist in it who wants to blow up a mosque in order to rise, get all the other Muslims to rise up. Bad hell. Yeah, well, it's like, it, and that's that's what that's what obviously the film's hilarious. It's it's a very satirical, but. That's what Germany did. They would attack each other in order to go, look what they're doing. Well, it's like um, when we did our Manson episode, he wanted to create a race war. Yeah, yeah exa- exactly. The plan was to like kill white people and then have it be blamed on the black people and then that would incite yeah. a race war. <laughs> and then he would rise up as their king for some mm. reason. I don't know where he got that conclusion from, but he did. <laughs> and I will be king. <laughs> so <laughs> random. Everyone's like, I'm I'm on board, I'm on board, I'm, I like this idea, and then I will be king. What? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure thing. Sure, king. bud. So, where was I? They, Fra- Poland had been invaded, and France and Britain had no choice but to go to war. France knew they were next on the agenda and rushed troops to the border, preparing for yet another war, and obviously... I think Europe let out a collective R oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> because no one wanted it. Yeah. Like I think Hitler and his high-ranking officials were the only ones that wanted this. Even the Germans did not want this. Yeah. And it said that Hitler really began losing his marbles around here because no one dared to question him, even his closest allies. No matter how bizarre his requests were, everything was granted. He he truly believed he was infallible. Yeah, he thought he was untouchable. Like he has several um assassination attempts on him in his lifetime and it all, none of it and none of them yeah. get him and he's like i am untouchable no one can get me i am god i'm a living god i am a living yeah. nordic uh germanic aryan god yeah with brown hair he also became with brown hair and brown eyes but <laughs> so not just another thing he became very interested in Britain. He would have people explain to him in great detail what the British were like. He seemed to admire, fear, and hate the British all at once. 
he had also begun shouting ramblings about how he'd conquer his enemies. Like there's um there was a guy, a German who lived in Britain for however many years and knew the British, and then Hitler was like, Come and tell me what the British are like and Hitler apparently became very nervous when he was like the British are kind of stiff upper lip, they kind of don't really take shit off people. And then he'd just stop in the middle of the room and then suddenly start shouting, U boats, U boats, U boats, U boats, planes, that's how we'll defeat them. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so so he, he, he was scared and then suddenly just started shouting out various types of boats and planes and It's it, it's like um he has a fascination with us. Um and I think I think it's almost like uh he looked at Britain as and want and wanted to emulate um what Britain was doing. Like it had a He loved our empire. He loved the empire, had a huge empire, it's vast, it's it's gone on for hundreds of years and it's still going. And it's like even through World War One there's still an empire and Britain is still on top and da 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 like you know, if you're a bit of a despotic idiot, you'd look at something like the British Empire and be like, mm, yeah, that's something to look up to. <laughs> but then at the same time, mm, he's also it. very aware that these people are now my enemy. Yeah, which he didn't want. He didn't. No, want. He, but he was woefully unaware of how ill-prepared we were at the time, clearly. Otherwise, he'd have oh, just gone yeah. for it straight away. And at many points during the war, he was like, fuck, we've actually got them. Yeah, well, that's the whole Battle of Britain, isn't it? Like, had they won the Battle of Britain, they'd have been able to have yeah. uh, launched a um, seaborne invasion to the UK mm. and an airborne invasion, of course. And they would have walked, have walked all over us. Yeah, but... Um, uh, but they couldn't hack it. Exactly. They, couldn't, they couldn't do it, mate. We were too good for them. <laughs> they had planes. We had planes. <laughs> Fuck your planes. planes. We're better than your planes, mate. Battle of Britain was such an interesting fucking... Uh, uh, this is why I think we should do a World War Two series, because the Battle of Britain's fascinating. All right, we, we, we'll, uh, we'll plan it out sometime. Hmm. It was a proper balls to the wall if we lose, we're fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a do or die. Because there's images of Hitler standing on boats and looking at the White Cliffs of Dover. Yeah, that's, that's quite scary, like, isn't so it? so close. Never got here though. Well, the closest he did Tiny get to mustache. was the um, was Guernsey in Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a there's a fascinating film. I forget what I've completely forgot what it's called, but um, it's about on the island of Jersey where it's native English speakers and uh, one British woman. True story. Harboured a Russian Jew soldier. I'm not sure how he got there. I've completely forgot. And the Nazis obviously owned the island, so that they'd come and do different checks and stuff. And eventually she gets found out and she gets sent to Auschwitz and killed. And he, the real story, he goes to her grave every year or did until he died and like put flowers on and stuff because he saved or she saved his life. That's crazy. It's it's fascinating how close they got but couldn't quite Mm. get there. Because they're pussies. (laughs) Pussy old. Where was I? Here we are. Now, this is where the episode kind of gets a bit uh, different because I want to keep it about Hitler and not delve into World War Two so much, as I've said. Um, also, the Holocaust. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking that Holocaust and Hitler are synonymous, and they are. Um, however, that, again, is a series on its own. However, if you are interested in topics of the Holocaust, check out him- our episode on Himmler, Vitol Pilecki, and Mengele, mm. which offers vastly different viewpoints on the Holocaust and goes into a lot more detail. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it weird how I'm like I'm thinking back and being reminded of our episodes, being like, oh yeah, it does show different sides. Yeah, 
So Himmler shows you the side of the politics <coughs> behind it. Vitol Polecki shows you the side of the, the inmates behind it. And Mengler shows you the side of the fucked up individuals who actually ran mm, it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Check them out. Check out the back catalogue. Got a lot to get through. Yeah. Big old back catalogue. Hitler would also often say things like, this war will end in victory or I will not survive the outcome. Which, yeah, fair assessment. I mean, it's a bit Oracle of Delphi. It's a bit Mystic Meg. Like, come on. It's generic enough that everyone would go, oh, he's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, me. I mean, both... Those are the only two options. Yeah, isn't it? It's like, I will either win. Nothing else could have happened. At no point would the rest of the world have been like, you know what, Hitler... We're cool. Just, you know, we'll keep our land, you keep yours. Michael Michael Owen could come up with better moments than that. (laughs) If he scores a goal, he'd be one up. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know Manchester United uh, win the games where they score the most goals? I think I mentioned it in our Diogenes episode about the Oracle of Delphi at the time, where a bloke went up to her and said, you know, I I want to go to war. What will the outcome be? And she said, if you go to war, a great nation will fall. And he's gone, brilliant. And then he went to war. It was his own nation that went down. Yeah. <laughs> same with Hitler. It's like, yeah. I'll either win Something will happen. or I will die. Great. This is not the day where nothing happens. <laughs> uh, so this is where the episode becomes a bit of a discussion and perhaps a bit of a short episode. Um, because I don't want to go into World War Two because it would be cool to do a World War Two series, as I have specified. So let's discuss Hitler's rise mm. to power. We all generally know what happened in World War Two, and I've covered how Hitler instigated it. I think I've done fucking a lot of detail on the politics behind oh, it, yeah. so I hope if you're a politics junkie, you kind of enjoyed that. Uh, he eventually had to fight a war on two fronts. He got pushed back into Germany so much, he realised he'd lost. We saw Hitler youth defending their own streets due, due to the brainwashing of their propaganda machine. On April 30th, 1945, Hitler committed suicide by shooting himself in the head with the same pistol used to fire the warning shot at the beer hall putsch. Ooh. Various other Nazis committed suicide and fled. Goebbels took his own life and his wife and children's. Hitler, until the very end, was very adamant that he would not be captured specifically by the Russians, dead or alive. So his body was burned and the ashes were buried in a secret location. Mm. I wonder... Unless you believe the conspiracy that he escaped to Argentina. Oh Yeah, which he totally didn't. I I don't believe it. I don't think he'd have got out. I mean, most of them got caught. Mengele was the only big, big, big name, I think, that got away for long enough, right? Uh, uh, um... I think a lot of big names got away with it, but I think he's the most famous story of someone who went and lived a full life yeah um i think hitler died i think he died in his bunker um oh it's 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 i think he's been so suicidal for his entire life we've covered it in the other episodes and whenever something goes wrong he'd be like i want to kill myself (laughs) so he he did that's how he ended he ended a fucking sniveling little rat in his fucking bunker yeah i mean he was uh, well i will ask like genuinely if it wasn't russia that were closing in and it say it was Americans or the British do you think he'd have committed suicide then or do you think he was so scared of the Russians that he was like I would rather die now I think he might have chanced an escape a little bit more because obviously if the Russians get you like they won't give you a fair trial like you're fucked yeah but I think he probably still would have killed himself because he he's, he he doesn't do failure no yeah you're right I mean there would have been no hope for him anyway. He would have been hung by um, the Nuremberg in the during sure. the Nuremberg trials. Had he been yeah. tried, he would have been hung. 
Um, he would but have I would, if I was, if I was in that situation, I would have done a completely different. Looking at his history, I would have just locked him up and taken away everything from him and just let him live his life as nothing. That I think that would have been more disturbing to him than dying. To just be a nobody. Yeah, just take away everything from him and just put him in a cell and just let him rot forever. And if he doesn't eat, fucking force feed him so he has to survive. Make him fat. Like that, this is quite bad. Like this is essentially torture, but I think death was too easy for him. Hmm. I don't know. It. I don't know. I. I. I think. If if you kept him alive, it was difficult, isn't it? Because, um, I was gonna say if you keep him alive, you sort of keep the, the spirit alive in a sense. Like, um, he had he had, old men and young boys fighting to the last man because of him and the longer he stayed alive you've got young people who have been brainwashed and grown up living it if he's still alive you're almost um allowing that mindset to set in whereas if he if he he, and it's, it's more important as well that he kills himself because you see how you know in the end he was he couldn't stand up to his own he couldn't he couldn't he wasn't responsible for his own mistakes and his own shit mm. and he killed himself yeah. and he let other people take the blame and you know uh be the fall guys for it and so yeah, he took the cowardly way yeah it's it's an easier way to then say to these younger people who have spent you know for some people like their whole lives adolf hitler was their their leader mm. like their whole young life all they've known is adolf hitler and the nazi party and then the war's now over and i suppose it's better for um you know, deep debunking your brain or whatever to be like, you know, when it came to it, push came to shove, your guy was a bit of an I- a dick and uh, couldn't even hold his hands up and own his shit. He took the easy way out and they'll go, Oh yeah, he did, it did so you can't say shit, mate. Yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't martyred either. No, exactly, he wasn't martyred. And I imagine I suppose have had he been captured and then put on trial and then killed I suppose some may have seen him as a master even then. I don't know, because, you know, like, we yeah. know he's very good with words. He's able to convince everyone's son to, to talk shit against their dad. So who's to say he wouldn't do a Ted Bundy, represent himself and talk really, really eloquently. And then, I don't know, maybe it'd be like a, a Napoleon again. Um, you know, like when Napoleon went off to his island and then came back to France and then went, yeah, by the way, I'm back. And everyone went, great great news <laughs> let's do it again yeah yeah it was, it was good he died quietly although some people still did martyr him particularly in america like That's obviously crazy, it, it? it happens everywhere but but there, there is a not a lot but there are nazis in america that fucking love the guy mm, yeah i don't understand it to be honest with you like i don't really see how he did anything that was sort of like worthy to worship no, I've, no. I mean, he built the autobahns, yeah. I guess. They're we cool. all love the autobahns, but I mean, it's still done by committee, oh, wasn't yeah. it? He, he, I don't think he went. This is the thing. It's like we say, oh, the Nazis did that or whatever. I don't know. But I don't think he went, I want a really long road. We'll call it the autobahn. Uh, it'll be able to go for like this place to that place, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and the VW bug. But even then, it was like, can you make me a car for everyone to sort of sit in? Yeah, okay. That was still Porsche that made it. 
I was watching a documentary the other day, actually, and it was called Hitler and His Supercars, and he he was really interested in cars, and he wanted right. he wanted to make the fastest cars and put them in like racing competitions. He just he, he had this obsession with Germany had to be the best at absolutely everything, which mm-hmm. if he was a football fan in the from the era from like two thousand and what ten to twenty fifteen, he would have fucking loved because Germany were the best. Shit now, well not shit, but not as good now, but. Oh right, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> um. I don't want to say, I right. I can say he'd definitely be a so and so fan, and I think what I think I I think you may understand what team I mean, but I don't want to say the name of that team because I don't want them people to associate that team with him. So, um, but there is a popular German football team who's very very good, and I, he's so obsessed with winning, he'd totally be one of those fans. He's a glory oh, hunter. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I get you, I get you. But there's also like. Uh, there was a debate on Twitter as well because um, I'm going to name the team. Someone said there's like there's heavy links that he supported Schalke, which we discussed it earlier with the last episode with the Olympics. He didn't really like sports, and then the Schalke like uh, social media team posted loads of shit, being like, "No, never came here, never saw a game, didn't support us." Really? Yeah. So th- his name gets thrown around everywhere. I think it's just used as a kind of, "Oh, look how shit you are. You had Hitler supporting you." <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one really wants that. Nobody wants no. that. But the bloke hated sport. That, that, that much we do know. He, he was probably because he wasn't very good at it. We all hate things that we're not good at. I think we said that last week. People who hate sport are no good at sport. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, to a degree. I mean, I'm shite at football, but I, I love it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying that all people who are not good at sport. No, oh, what is it? Wait, wait. Ah, I'm saying people who don't like sport are not good at it. I'm not saying people who don't like sport who are not good at sport don't like sport does that make sense yeah i get you i get you it's like yeah. me with musical theater like i think the main reason i don't like musical theater is because there's an underlying jealousy that i'm shit at singing <laughs> and um, i watch it and i'm just like nope this is wank even though part of me is like i'm really jealous of what you're capable of i'm so particular when it comes to musical theater i'm not overall a fan of it but i do like the book of mormon yeah, I like music. I like musicals that are like self-aware and stuff. I hate musicals that try and depict real life and then people randomly start singing. That that's what me bothers up. me. That's what really bothers me. It's like it's all sad and depressing, and and then everyone's dancing the same dance. Why? Mm. Why? Yeah. Why are we dancing? It's Vietnam. It's Miss Saigon. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, but then things <laughs> like Lion King and stuff would will always be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. talk shit about the Lion King. And this podcast ends forever. I don't say anything. <laughs> I'm not saying shit, except Watch for the, the Nazis had their own film industry. Did they? Oh yeah, yeah, man. Goebbels with oh, his obviously, propaganda obviously obviously machine. Their propaganda industry, but did they actually make like? Uh, yeah, to- whole movies, feature films. Yeah, mad. Because I know they 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 made like um, <clears throat> Auschwitz propaganda where they would. Make they would section off like a little portion portion of like a concentration camp, and they'd put like families in there having picnics and be like, mm. look how great this concentration that camp is, just daunting. so people wouldn't be scared to go. Yeah, and then obviously they turn up and it's vastly different. Those videos are genuinely quite haunting to watch because they look quite good. Like it looks the, like a holiday resort. Yeah, the propaganda videos of the concentration camps they look like you know high-end pontins in the uk right where you'd go do you know what that'd be all right i'd go there and mm. there's like swimming pools and shit like that and and i don't i'm not sure if you're aware you know you know those people who are on film are actual german prison uh jewish prisoners yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they're actual prisoners being forced to make themselves look happy in on camera for this to get more people there. Oh, it's fucking awful, man. Just so people would go without a fight, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's abs. That's that's absolutely awful. Um, yeah, man, Hitler's been a fucking a journey, man. It's been politics and words, a whole lot of politics, a whole lot of politics, and a whole lot of like backhanders and. I promised to do this, and then like everyone's like, "Brilliant, brilliant!" I, and then under his breath, "Jokes on you." Yeah, it's just it's it, it's. I find it insane how because me and you like we studied acting, so I, was, I guess we could consider ourselves artists to a point. I so, mean, yeah, I suppose. I I don't know. I've been out of it for a while, but I think technically we are still allowed to walk under yeah, that umbrella. Yeah, but we're also struggling as well, so. I'm not comparatively like that. At this point, we're kind of at the same stage that Hitler was at at one point in his life, a struggling artist, not being able to make ends meet. <laughs> fucking, we're in a massive recession, so fuck it. Oh shit, that uh, completely, that's completely just gone over my head that, that yesterday it came so, out. So, uh, how, how the fuck would he go from that to becoming leader of a country and taking over a lot of Europe? Like, how? Would we? What I'm trying to say is, would we be capable? Um, do you think? Do you think it could happen today? In a similar, pos- yeah. Do you think someone in a similar pos- position of being a nobody can rise up in the way? Do you he know did? what? If you'd have asked me this in 2015, I'd have said no, nah. no, nah, because you know, being history buffs, like we like history, we like to learn about it. Knowing that and looking at the history, you'd say it can't be done again. All we have to do is just look back and we can see the trends and we can see things happening again. But in the last sort of four or five years since, I would say it's definitely possible that it could happen again. The political landscape has become a lot more volatile. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think, I, I mean, it's a bigger, bigger issue in, in general. But I think people have got very fed up with their leaders to the point where they're just making rash, uh, stupid uh, decisions just mm. to piss everyone off. You know, like, I, I don't know if this is fair to say if you are one of these, you know, uh, I kind of apologise, but it's still my opinion. I think if you voted for, like, Trump to have him as your president, I, I would argue that that was a... Um, uh, a uh, oh, for Christ's sake, what's the word I'm looking for now? Like an um, act of rebellion. Yeah, a rebellious vote. Like it was, I I would argue that you know there are those that genuinely thought it and was like, yeah, he'd be brilliant. But I would argue that as well. There's many people that out there went for, oh fuck it, it's a protest vote. You know, fuck the system, fuck the same old people coming in all the time. This is a protest vote. I want to see something just fucking change. Oh, I'm up for chaos. A bit of Joker in it. Some people just want to watch the world burn for like a couple of years. Just fuck it, see what happens. Do you reckon um, that's what Brexit was? Oh, 100%. 100%. I believe it was a protest vote. Um, uh, to be fair, I know people in my own family that have openly admitted they voted for Brexit just because they wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. I thought about it. I genuinely thought about it, James. Uh, I spent a couple of weeks thinking about it because I, I have po- I, I vote uh, by post. So I get mm. mine sent through a couple of weeks in advance. Um, so obviously it can get me sent away. So I do get quite a bit of time to sit and really ruminate on the ideas. And I genuinely thought for a, a period of time, being like, do you know what? I've lived all my life within the EU. What would it be like if we weren't in it? I don't know. And I thought about 
as a protest vote, just being like, fuck it, let's see what happens. But I decided not to because I was a bit scared. <laughs> yeah, and to everyone who voted to see what happened, well done. Yeah, Look I what mean, happened. Yeah, I mean, I won't have a go at you because you weren't to know what would happen. I mean, I wouldn't have known what's going to happen. So, but if you, I don't know, if you if you knew about the EU or whatever, and you were like, nah, still fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My mind is being changed daily. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, to, I think it could happen them. again. I do think yeah. it could happen again. I am. People have got... pushed their political spectrums. Yeah. A lot yeah. More. And all you need is really all you need is a stressful environment. And what are we in right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I think I, I don't think people would be silenced as much as they were as he was rising up. I think people would still there'd be I think there'd be a conflict a lot sooner. Potentially, I'm not entirely sure it would go to war. Um, no, it would. It would be a fucking civil war if anything. Just people brawling on the street. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think there could be more chance for civil war to happen in that sense. Too many woke people, you know, wouldn't let something like that last very long. I mean, if you look at America, like a civil war there isn't completely out of the question again. Yeah. No. Exactly. All you need is uh, a hard times led by a weak person. Or perceived to be a weak person, and then mm. you start getting, and the... certain states wanting to separate. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, why not? That'd be a protest vote in itself. Go for it, California. If you're listening from California, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, I mean, we're make... Spain as well, uh, Catalonia. Yeah, go for it, Catalonia. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's fascinating, but yeah, I, I I do agree. I think it is more likely now than it was five years ago. But I, I'd still, I don't think it will ever happen to that extreme. I hope not. Yeah, we can hope. We can hope. Obviously, you've got political nightmares around the world, like you've got um, North Korea, China. Oh no! And North... I can say that openly because we have no Chinese listeners because they're not allowed to listen. So fuck or, it. Or North Korean, for that fact as well. Um, I I think it's fair to say North Korea are not an issue, and I don't think ever will be ever again. I think they are. What's it? It's almost like I don't know the kid kid brother running at ya, swinging his arms like Hercules. But you've got your hand on their head, and they can't actually get anywhere near ya. But they're yeah. shouting all the words and going, "I'm gonna fucking kill you!" And you're like, "Yeah, you go for it. Why not?" And you know what? One day they might even hit ya, but you won't notice it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think there's nothing there. It's just I think the worry with North Korea is they're quite friendly with. China. China. If it kicks off with China, that's when things go wrong. Again, like, I don't know, with China. I don't know. Why am I... I'm not fucking... I'm not the Oracle or Delphi. I could just say there will be a war in the future. There you go. I could do without it, to be honest with you. Depends who it is. do without it. (laughs) Obviously, I find it funny, because have you ever heard the expression, like, we need something to that affects the whole world to unify us, whether that be like an alien invasion where we all have to join together. Coronavirus is that thing. And somehow we've still managed to fucking hate each other through something that is trying to destroy us all. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least Russia has a vaccine. Oh, yeah. Fucking let them try that. I, he used it on his own daughter. Putin has said he used it on his own daughter. I Bullshit. Absolute <laughs> bullshit. You calling Putin a liar? Hundred, yeah. No, he's never alive. Supreme leader, but bullshit. It's a massively untested vaccine. Sure, it might cure coronavirus, but somewhere down the line, you might develop a fucking tumor. 
<laughs> you, you, and this isn't me being an anti-vaxxer. This is me being an anti-untested vaccine. Yeah. Don't inject yourself with anything that isn't fully tested, but get vaccinated. There's yeah, a fucking man. line there. Look what happened to Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. <laughs> fucking two blokes. <laughs> two, two blokes. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. Uh, mate, I'm all for it. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. No, um, don't be like Hitler in the future, anyone. Don't do it. If you feel like if you're a str- <laughs> if you're a struggling artist out there, <laughs> yeah, which you are, and believe me, I know what that feels yeah, like. Yeah, which you all are. If you're an artist out there and you're not struggling, especially nowadays, well your industry is fucked. Our industry is fucked. Yeah. Um, so if you are a struggling artist out there, just remember, um, it's not the end of the world. Um, <laughs> Um, it's just a hobby. <laughs> it's... People don't need to die as a result. Yeah, it's it's not a hobby. Your your job is not a hobby. Do what you want, mate. Um, just don't go. Don't get political because artists love to get political. Don't get political. We say after fifty two minutes of political ranting. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. We now we've now made being political and having an opinion our job so that's okay this is allowed but when you start getting like performers and all right sorry for attacking you but actors sometimes you guys can be the worst right when you guys get political it's very utopian and i don't like it yeah i i I think i've fallen foul of that at some point in my life like especially at university i'm like this is the world i want and if you stand in my way god help you (laughs) i think after years of speaking to people with differing views it has changed quite drastically. I still have the sim- very similar views to what I did, but the way I go about expressing them is very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to make like a play or something about how you feel, fuck it, go for it. Just don't berate people when they don't agree. That's Engage in a civilised conversation. Because if you don't agree with someone or someone disagrees with you and straight away you go, you're a cunt, they're never going to agree with you. Mm. Like, never. Whereas if you engage in a conversation like why do you feel like that and then like i feel like this because of this maybe 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 just maybe yeah like you'll still be wrong but at least i'd understand your reasonings yeah exactly that (laughs) obviously i spent i got banned on facebook for calling someone an an intelligent prick but that was after an hour of actually trying to talk to him yeah in the end my patience wore thin (laughs) um brill all right Let's get the um, housekeeping side done. Uh, yep. Make sure you follow us on all of the less social medias. So you find us on Instagram at That's What People Do Podcast. Find us on Facebook at That's WPD. Uh, Twitter is the same handle at That's WPD. If you have any suggestions for someone you'd like us to talk about, or if you want a history lesson from James personally, uh, drop us an email at that's what people do podcast at gmail.com and if you like the show and you'd like to help it grow you can help us out at our Kofi page by dropping a wee little donation that goes towards the podcast you can find us there if you just type in ko-fi.com forward slash that's what people do and we would be eternally grateful like the aliens from toy story you saved our life. We were eternally grateful. Exactly. You will have saved our lives and we will be eternally grateful. Uh, and I well, won't start World War Three. Thank God. you heard, Well, you heard it at first. Hitler also said that a few times, so I'm going to keep an eye on him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hitler's done. 
I hope everyone enjoyed it. This episode has been vastly different from the previous three. The previous three were a lot more detailed. This one's kind of been more of a discussion. World War Two. if you are disappointed we didn't discuss it, we have discussed it in other episodes, and we will, I promise, hand on heart, get into the fucking details of World War Two mm. in the future. Yeah. But it just didn't fit what I wanted to accomplish with Hitler. I wanted to show the rise of his power, which I think I might have done, and I'm very excited to have a week off. So, Ryan, what's coming next week? Well, I've been planning this for a while. <laughs> have you? How long? <laughs> ah, about 56 minutes. It's going to be a good one. Well, so, um, as I think I mentioned last week, I am going to Norway uh, on the 21st. Um, so we will have all our episodes pre-recorded because uh, I'm going to be away for like the rest of August. So episodes will be pre-recorded and they will go out just as normal, no problems. Um, but because I'm going to Norway, I thought... I'll do an episode about someone from Norway. Um, and then I forgot that it wasn't a good person. It's a bad person for me this time because we spoke about um, Sugar Ann um, in my last episode. So we've got to go. We've got to go nasty. <laughs> so um, speaking of right wing bastards, we're going to go with Anders Brevik. <laughs> really nice. We're going to ruin our day. By talking about fascinating, he's a fascinating character. Yeah, so I have got quite a few documentaries and things to watch. Um, I did a play on him once. Did you really? Yeah, um, yeah, I know a little bit about him. Interesting. All right, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad because that that's going to help us out. So yeah, we're going to talk about Anders. Horrible, horrible bastard, Anders yeah. Brevik next week. Uh, so nice. yeah, look forward to that. Um, I know Norway; it's not your best moment, so. No, people from Norway going. Um, there's so many people you could have chosen from. Yeah, they're literally like people, we've got Norwegian listeners, and they're literally they're, they're saying exactly that. They're like, "Oh, last week you said it was going to be someone nice." <laughs> Speaking, of, I'm just quickly going to talk to people of Norway. I watched a prison documentary recently about one of your prisons, and I thought it was fantastic. I think you guys are worlds ahead of everyone else in your rehabilitation system. So go Norway. Right. Uh, don't get wrong. I like you Scandinavian lot. I just don't want to keep talking about you too much because you're going to get a big head. Yeah, to be fair, oh, I was having a conversation with uh, some friends the other day about where could you move, where would you move if you could, uh, and everyone kind of unanimously, I said New Zealand because I really want to go to Hobbiton, but a lot of other people unanimously, unanimously agreed to go to Scandinavia, whether that be Sweden, Norway or Denmark. Now I've been, I've been to Gothenburg in Sweden and I absolutely adore that city, so I will let you know how Oslo is, I'm looking forward to going to Oslo and then I'm going to Copenhagen like a couple of days afterwards so nice um i will have done um sweden norway and denmark all of this month denmark is the happiest country on the world in the world apparently. well hopefully i will come back and i will no longer be depressed <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> all right guys get the big sad yeah, out. Of the i'll way. get the big sad out of the way in copenhagen um as well all right, guys, thank you very much for listening uh, to our four parts on Adolf Hitler. You've done it. Have yourself a little pat on the back. You've got through it. It's the longest series we've done so far. So, yeah, um, yeah. thanks for bringing that to us, James. And uh, look forward to next week where we'll be talking about Anders Brevik. Goodbye. Bye.